Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's a new day. Yes, it is. Give me a hell yeah. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the World Wrestling Talk podcast brought to you by Hard Nation. I am, I'm calling myself Big Daddy now. I'm the Big Dad. No, it may not work. Either way, I am Chris Walker here with my host of Usual Suspects. First off, to my left, we got the man, Torin Moriarty. What's going on, brother? Nothing much, nothing much. Torin, you know, we got to work on your intro talk. You got to hype it up. You got to be Mr. Kennedy. It's Moriarty. All right, and next to him, we've got the leader of Pod Nation, one half of the team that hosts the Comic Cave podcast, Mr. Chris Tamez. What's going on, You know, you say you're big sexy or big guy. I am the bad guy. What's going on, everyone? This is Chris from Comic Cave. Yeah. Uh, do, do your Dusty Rhodes impression real quick. What's going on, everyone? This is Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, baby. <laughs> uh, I don't know about a dream, but either way, we've got from the fourth quarter the man who knows all about sports. I'm talking Easy as Rike. What's going on? I'm good. How you doing, Mr. Chris? I'm great. I'm here to talk about some wrestling. Hey, uh, would that would I be X Pac man if you're Kevin Nash hey, and Keith, the bad yeah, guy? Yeah, I so guess that would make you X Pac. That makes hey. me Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know what? New team. I want to be Scott Steiner. Oh, no. Not, <laughs> are we NWO now? About to say. All right. So either way, let's go. Uh, easy. Last time we were here, um, you mentioned that we should do a our top list about the top returns of all time. Um, and I really took that in. And this is perfect timing. Now, we all know what happened on Raw last week. Of course, it opened up with the return of Shane O'Mac. But Shane we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about our top returns of all time, excluding Shane O'Mac, because mm-hmm. that was that was an amazing return, and we'll get into that. Um, but who wants to go first? Top return of all time. And of course, you guys can join the World Wrestling Talk group on Facebook or go to worldwrestlingtalk.com. Comment down below. We can definitely get your responses to this. But, guys, who is your top uh, return of all time? Torn. I would have to go with all of the Undertaker's returns. They each had monumental impacts. We had a uh, when he returned it after Yokozuna apparently killed them off. Then you know when he came back as big American bad profanity. <laughs> and you know everyone loved that gimmick for a while. And you know he was a dominant force until I believe Kane came back and put it into that. Then he came back as I guess big demonic Undertaker. Yeah, well, like there was, he was several comebacks. Um, the American Badass didn't happen like what the ruthless aggression era. Yeah, and then you had I like the one, one the, since you mentioned all of them, the one in particular that I like when it, whenever he came back was ever at the I think 1998 Royal Rumble whenever Kane uh, set his like coffin ablaze mm-hmm. and like I guess killed him or whatever, and then whenever he came back for WrestleMania. 14, I think it's 14. Yeah, WrestleMania 14. Yeah, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. Um, like that was the first time I've ever seen them do like lightning effects, you know. And he was like, I will never fight. At first he was like, I'll never fight you. I'll never fight you. Then like Kane kind of killed him, and then he came back like, I'm gonna fight you, my flesh and blood, and blah blah blah. So I thought that was one of his cool comebacks. But um, what else you gotta say, Torn? Um, if I had a second person. I would have to go with CM Punk's when he came back to, with cult of personality, even though some say he came back too soon. Yeah, of course. But, but you know, the, the, the 
with him and the, the audience, that was just monumental in itself because fans were getting beside him. Even though, as Chris and I joked around, Ray Mysterio was champion for an hour. <laughs> an hour. <laughs> Poor Ray. CM Punk, you know, they always screw Ray either way. Right, so. No, that's right. They always screw CM Punk. No, no, they always screw Ray. All right, Chris, who, who's your who's your big return? Uh, my biggest return would have to be, you know, there's like a lot. Torn mentioned one of them, CM Punk. But I think the one thing, it's not really a return because he didn't come back to wrestle. He just came back. I would have to say the Ultimate Warrior mm. because how he came back was like, man, it was. I mean, Ultimate Warrior growing up was like one of my biggest, like I was fan of the ultimate warrior before i even knew what wrestling was i knew who the ultimate warrior was before even hulk hogan so i mean when ultimate warrior came back in 2014 it was great and that last promo that he did was just epic as hell beautiful definitely it was epic and i I think that'll be like one of my top 10 or top returns of wwe all right easy what you got um my my favorite comeback um i still remember the date January 7, 2002, when Triple H made his return to Madison Square Garden off the first quadricep injury, I was like, I was I was waiting for it. And, and like that ovation, I just remember that ovation in Madison Square Garden. It was really long, and I'm just like, it's time to play the game. The game is back. And that was after all the Alliance thing. Like, the Alliance is over. I wish that's when he, he came back as like the biker, right? Like, that's when he like the leather jacket. Well, he had that before he got injured. Yeah, he, 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 he had that before he got injured. But like, when he came back, that was one of my favorites. And I think my second favorite is probably Brock Lesnar coming back. Dang, dang, Now, dang. That, that Triple H return, wasn't he a heel when he left? Yeah, he, he was, was a heel when he left. He was with Austin. Like, they were right. both, yeah. He was a heel when he left, and he was a heel when he came back. Because I think no. the following two weeks, Evolution came. No, no, it was... He came back and then he entered the World Rumble, mm-hmm. won the World Rumble, and then he lost the title to Undertaker in April. And then when he turned his back on Shawn Michaels, he became a heel again. Mm. So that's what happened. Um, I had I have a couple of favorite returns. First off, my number one return I it was for I want to say WrestleMania 27. I know 28. Um, Undertaker, when he came back. Well, when Undertaker came back, you know, we're all excited. Ah, it's the Undertaker. He, he came back because of Paul Bear? Or? Hold on. And when he got in the ring and everybody celebrated him, all of a sudden, dang, time to play the game. Oh. It was like, oh, my goodness. He just ruined the Undertaker's return. We hadn't seen Triple H in forever. And people don't know that return right there. That was supposed to be Sting at the time. Really? Yeah, that yeah. return, was that was really for Sting. That like like if you saw the entrance like ain't nobody gonna hold my body down when he came out to that music, I know what return you were talking about the Undertaker, but that was really Sting. They're really promoting Sting, but Sting never showed up. Well, the thing was, was he did it later on TNA. They actually started paralleling the same vignettes. Yeah. But Sting decided to uh, re-sign with TNA at yeah. that moment. Ain't no great. I love that song. I, I had that. Song. I downloaded that song and everything. Can hold my body down. But then another one of my uh, favorite returns was Chris Jericho's when he which one when he uh, yeah, which one during the age of Orton oh. when Jericho came back and he was just like because I, I really looking back at it I should have seen that it was Jericho but you know I was younger I was what high school middle school and I was just like oh my gosh who is it who's gonna save us who's gonna save us because we hated Randy Orton at the time I think some honorable mentions for returns is some Bret Hart. No. Whenever no. Bret Hart came back, Bret screwed Bret. That was that was I. Oh man, I just wanted Bret to leave. 
Like you like a Bret Hart fan? Well, no, not really. He's a he's a good wrestler. Oh, he's an excellent wrestler. But like on the mic, oh no, he on the mic. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will. Well, Chris, I have to ask you, Roman. So, did you like Chris Jericho's recent return with the Rudy? Oh my gosh, that was the worst. How are you gonna come out talking to Rudy, Tootie, Booty? Get out of here, Grandpa, with your two tattoos. Either way, um, <laughs> but no, I and another one I have to say, and you guys are gonna, you know, get on me for this, but John Cena when he returned at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I was gonna that say that. Year, one, that was that was an excellent return. Remember he like walked up and he looked up like an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, no one's ever said John Cena's poses or anything weren't lame. Yeah. <laughs> but remember when he used to rub, like, dust his shoulder off before doing the five-knuckle show? Oh, he still does it sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Or, or that one. But, no, lame is either way. Yeah, why I, doesn't he just enlist and become a ring? And, I, and one of my other favorites is um, 04, when the big show returned, and he just knocked everybody out. Great. Like, he was coming out of the ring, and everybody, he, the last two guys he choked them was Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Oh, man. Wait, uh, uh, speaking of John Cena, do you remember when he used to pump his shoes up? Yes. Yes, I do. He, I was just, I, and you know, I was in elementary school during that time, so I would just walk around pumping, pumping my shoes up, doing John Cena poses. It, yeah, that was an embarrassing time for me. But, guys, we're talking returns, and I don't think any return matches what happened on Monday night. Yeah. yeah no. Who saw Shane O'Mac with the one, with the ones on? With me. the Jordan ones. <laughs> with the ones. I, I was like, only Shane could pull that off, but yeah. man, that crowd. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even do anything, and they gave every awesome chant that WWE fans know. I mean, as they should, because I've been predicting this for weeks and you weeks, have. and if you're, a, if you're a follower on the World Wrestling Talk Forum on Facebook, you knew. I mean, I was politicking for his return forever, and then... It sucks I didn't get to see it live. Like, I was doing something. I was somewhere at the time. And then whenever I saw it, thank you, Twitter. Thank you, Facebook. They're like, oh, shame man, returning. I was like, oh, that's BS. Like, it's just something. Yeah. Whatever. And then when actually I saw the video on YouTube, I'm like, oh, my God. And I just marked out for, like, yeah. 80 minutes. I just found out the next day when Akil <laughs> told me at a basketball game. I'm like, yeah, bro, you didn't hear? I was like, you hear what? Shane McMahon came back. I was like, for real, as soon as he told me, put on YouTube. I said, <laughs> oh, bet. <laughs> Now, if you guys know me, you know I haven't been watching Raw. Yeah. I ha- I haven't been watching it. It's not that I don't like the product. I mean, I-, I will always like the product, but I'm just busy and it's not a priority anymore. Excuses. I it's a priority well, now. Well, if it's not, I mean, and that's part of the product being low because it's just I don't make it a rush to watch Raw anymore. Yeah. But when I saw that, I, I, I said. I watch Superstars now. <laughs> I said, we watch Superstars. I said, man, I've got to see this. And. It was it was truly surreal um, to see it. You know, Vince is out there doing typical Vince pandering yeah. to Stephanie. Typical thing to tick the crowd off. That first of all, that was great. Get the crowd really ticked off, giving this award that we think is going to be super special to Stephanie. And I asked Zach Zimmerman, like uh, the, he was one of the guys on World Wrestling Talk Forum on Facebook, and I was like, what is this Vincent J. McMahon? What is this? Like, just the war came out of nowhere. Yeah, but I thought it was a great concept. I'm like, okay, it's probably going to go to John Cena. Then I'm like, or you can give it to Daniel Bryan because he just I thought he was going to give it to himself. Like, really, I thought he was going to give it to himself. But then they pull Stephanie, so you've got the crowd just hating everything. Yeah, they're like, And then here comes the money. I doubt, when I saw that, like, I didn't see it live, but when I saw it on, on YouTube and then later on the Hulu Network, uh, like, I was like, 
man, like, holy crap. Like, they gave him a new entrance and everything, new video and stuff like that. I'm like, whoa. Well, yeah, his video was full of old, young video of him before <laughs> and he, he had was the old gray. logo, the old WWF logo. And he, and he came out classic Shane McMahon fashion, doing yeah. his little white boy moving around yeah. that no black man would ever do, doing the, the little wrist thing and everything. The, like The, the, the shuckle, the little shuck and jive. Yes, yeah, like, typical Shane. I'm like, Shane, you're an old man now. Maybe we shouldn't be I doing this. Is, is he in... um? Any of the WWE video games? The old classic ones. Yeah, he's on the current one. Okay, he's on the current one. He's on the current one. Okay, I just want to ask. Because the current one features uh, Attitude Era stuff. Oh, that's right. So he's been frequently on the games as a playable character. I mean, Shane McMahon, you know, I'm sure a lot of kids were like, Vince has a son, but Shane McMahon. Dad, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think yeah, I think the younger little kids. Yeah, yeah. he's only been gone for like five, six years. I mean, the last time he was there, he was fighting Randy Orton. Yeah, uh, that's the whole legacy thing happened. Yeah, when Orton was uh, hunting, hunting people. Yeah. Oh, classic. But you know, it was it was really, and I think this is a good way for WWE to shake things up. Now let's give some predictions of what might happen. Like I mean, well, we'll get into predictions later. We'll find. We're we're past break time, so either way, we're gonna take a break. But let us know what you think your best returns of all time, and we'll be right back with the World Wrestling Talk podcast brought to you by Pod Nation. What's up, guys? It's Cody from Missions with Quentin here to tell you about a new show from Pod Nation called Game Croc, where they talk about games, game strategies, and industry gossip. Go check them out at Pod Nation now. What's up, and welcome back to the World Wrestling Talk podcast brought to you by Pod Nation. I am Chris Walker here with Easy from Fourth Quarter. Chris Tamez from Comic Cave Podcast and Torin from wherever he wants to be. Torin's <laughs> the man. All right, speaking of which, guys, I know uh, as, as we're recording this, it's February. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a special day in February because it's somebody in this room's birthday. And uh, so, Red Wrestling Talk, uh, give Torin more. Go on and comment down below. Just say happy birthday, Torin, because today is Torin's birthday. I forgot this morning. Don't, don't tell anybody. But oh, happy birthday to you, Torin. Uh, we love you, and we're gonna. No, hold on. we're gonna keep going though. Um, Maybe when the cameras turn off, we can get Vince and everybody from the backstage and start singing "Happy Birthday to Torin." When the cameras shut off, though, don't bring everybody out during the show, right? <laughs> no. Exactly. Wait, will Titus be here? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to shake Chris's hand. So, uh, all right. So let's talk about uh, what just happened with Fastlane. Fastlane was a very dull pay-per-view. I wasn't too upset with it because I didn't expect. The, the in-between Rumble and Mania, that pay-per-view always sucks. Not really. The last exciting thing that happened in-between Rumble and Mania was Shawn Michaels breaking into the Elimination Chamber to kick Undertaker. <laughs> wow. That was the last interesting thing. I'm pretty sure there was more interesting things, but this CM Punk versus The Rock. That was the last interesting thing. CM Punk versus... We knew Punk was going to lose. No, we didn't know. We did not know. We I did knew. not know. We did not and know. And this is before I was reading backstage stuff. I was like, the box and his ass handed to me. And I was like, no, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. It's I, The Rock. Yeah, I forgot. It's The he Rock. He can only lose to John Cena. This fast lane was, it wasn't horrible. It was just nothing happened. Like, really, nothing happened. Everything stayed the same. We knew what was going to happen with Roman Reigns and Triple H and uh, Dean Ambrose. I I kind of don't like how they executed that, mm-hmm. where Dean Ambrose was beating the shit out of everybody with a chair. And Roman just gets up. That was so, it didn't yeah. make any sense at all. Yeah, but, I mean, no no titles were exchanged. Uh 
there were two restroom break matches. Uh, Sasha Banks versus... Okay, no, I'm sick of this. We were doing all this whining and complaining about giving Sasha matches. Here she is I wasn't. having a match on a pay-per-view, and we're calling it a restroom break. I watched the whole match mainly because on the network, I can just pause it and take restroom breaks. That's I mean, the true. thing is with that match, most of the matches seem like they should have just been on Raw. We had Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler for the 10th time. Yeah. We had AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho, which I argue should have had more time because it... It looked good on paper, but when you saw it, it was... Uh. Well, I, I thought it was a good match. Uh, I really enjoyed the way they told the story, um, mm-hmm. because that's classic wrestling. I just don't like how they keep referring to AJ Styles as the kid. Like, he's he's just five years younger than eight, than uh, Jericho. Jericho, old man. Uh, Jericho's uh, like 45, AJ Styles is like uh, like 30-something. I mean, that, that brings up another question, though. What do you guys think of them bringing in these older guys? They're not going to last long. Look at uh, Ric Flair. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Oh, my gosh. Neither one of them are relevant. No, uh, but they've lasted until they're, like, like yeah. they're 50. Like, they've lasted. For, and look, at, look at McMahon. Now, look at Shane. If he's going to wrestle, he's, like, 40-something years old. That Now, that did shock me. Easy, what did, did you catch Fastlane? I didn't get to catch Fastlane, but I just think that everybody saw the, predict, the prediction Roman Reigns. Going go. Yeah, exactly. I, I did enjoy the spots. Uh, there were two spots in the match, uh, in that triple threat match where Dean and Roman just threw Brock through the announce tables twice. They power bombed him. That and was I, just so pointless. Then Brock looked like a big monkey, just so huge. Yeah. Well, no, it's not pointless. It's um. It was as pointless as that Charlotte versus Brie Brie match. My leg. Ah. Yeah. Brie no, but that but, match was like useless. Like it, it served no purpose. No, you know what match was really useless? Ryback, Big Show, <laughs> oh man, and Kane, the Titans of WWE. And then you know what you call it? Really got legitimately injured. Oh, you gonna and everybody's blaming Ryback for it. Yeah, I mean, no, but see, it's funny because I thought the Wyatt family should have won at Fastlane, but then instead they won the next night on Raw. That's what they. If you notice and look back, that's what they've been doing with the Wyatt family. Yeah, they lose at the pay per view and win on. Well, it, I kind of like the strategy. I don't think they should have done it so many times, but you can let them lose and make whoever make them look beatable, but then at the same time keep giving them momentum by letting them win the rubber match on Raw. Uh, so it's, I do like how Triple H beat the shit out of Roman Reigns on Raw. Me too. Yeah. Hey, 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 that was that was the game right yeah. there. That was the game. Like, the only was John Cena. I had to go do something, so I stopped watching when Triple H came out, and I never went it back to watch. It was actually really good. It was, that, good. That was, it was good. You that know what? Was... I don't want to toot my own horn. I mean, not toot my own horn. I don't want to say something right now because people are going to be like, well, he just came back. But I think Shane O'Mac has already taken business in his own, own hands. I mean, two months ago, when we saw that much blood on Raw, I mean, exactly. I think Shane O'Mac is already in like in the Shane tentacles no of Raw. But, but I had a question. Was 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 that was he really bleeding like that? No, nah, he, he saw the blade. Oh, oh, okay, because it looked. I was like, okay. I don't even think it was a blade. What's his name? Handed him some kind of like cylinder. I think it's fake blood. I think he just. Squirted on his no, blade. no, no! Do like a little kid. It was ketchup. He had ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> no. But Fastlane, it had a bunch of meaningless matches, and it didn't serve no purpose. We knew that Roman was gonna fight Triple H at at, at uh, WrestleMania, which I'm hoping maybe next year because I've been hoping for this for a while. I'm just waiting for Rock versus Triple H. I don't like how these old guys are fighting these new guys because you know the new guys are going to win because they're, I mean, they're young and virile and they're strong. But if it's like an old guy versus like an old guy, attitude versus attitude, I'm, I'm all down for that. Hmm. 
So one of the the one thing that Fastlane did that was worth anything to me. Uh, first of all, we got to see uh, what's black girl's name? Naomi. Naomi. Um, what but, about Tamina? Oh, I hate Tamina. But the one thing it did was it set up Brock versus Dane. Because uh, now Brock has a reason to attack Dane. And he did. And that was beautiful. I enjoyed that because that, that change up with the way uh, Brock attacked Dane and the advancements of the, of the rivalry was excellent. For those of you who missed it, uh, before Raw came on air, they had a camera. They said it was a fan camera, but we know it wasn't. <laughs> that was a pretty good fan camera. Yeah, that was a, that was an HD quality camera. Okay. But they had a, a, a camera in the back as Dean arrived and Brock attacked him yeah. in broad daylight. And it was, a, you know, um, some people are complaining, well, Brock didn't do right with the knees or something like that. And it didn't look believable. Like, shut up, bro. It's wrestling. I thought it was funny whenever Dean Ambrose came back to the arena and he could, like, what was the point of making himself look that beat up and tired? Like, he couldn't even stand up. Oh, because he's crazy. This is so crazy. I don't, now, this is going to make little kids steal ambulances now. <laughs> I mean, oh, Dean Ambrose did it. Mommy, let me get in the front seat. Like, I, nah, but Stone Cold did that kind of stuff all the time. It'd be but, funny if WWE's like, how, you know how they took away, uh, what's his name's curve stomp? Yeah, yeah. It'd be funny if like, okay, Dean Ambrose, you can't be the fringe anymore because people, kids are starting to like imitate your stuff. So you're like the mediocre fringe. No, the, the lunatic guy. Like, mm-hmm. what would they call him? <laughs> well, since we're talking about Brock Lesnar, how do you guys feel about the wasted, you know, time they had with Bray and and Brock like they did nothing with it at Fastlane. I, mean, I feel like that's just a... I think that was Bree's last match. Bray? No, Bray. Oh, Bray. Yeah, I thought Bray. Uh, Brock and Bree? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know how... No, I thought like how useless those characters were that night. <laughs> well, you know, because Brock and Bray were feuding for the Royal Rumble, then it's just like WWE is like, well, that's it. We can't do anything with it. Well, they'll pick it up later. Uh, with, with Bray, the joy is he's crazy. So he can just come back, remember Brock? Remember a year ago at the Rumble, bro. No, Bray, just go back, go back to NXT where you matter. Bray's like that old man. <laughs> Sonny, get off my lawn or the buzzards are going to eat you. Like, <laughs> bro, does, does Bray have any championship reigns? No. Nope. <laughs> Not a single one. Did he even win anything as the Nexus? Nope. I don't remember. No. Nope. Nope. Even David Otunga had a title out of Damn. the Damn. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think that WWE was trying their options with the Bray versus Brock thing, and it was a potential thing, but then... You know, I don't think you could put no one against Brock and make it believable. This is why I say kayfabe needs to come back, because, like, it, no one back there in the backstage can beat Brock. I mean, he's just That's so true. damn meaty and big and muscular, like, who the hell... Like, someone like The Rock has because The Rock is, like, big motherfucker, like, big dude. You know, I can believe I can believe that. I think somebody needs to just shoot him. I think you know our, our buddy Jason Esther. He always says, "I want a no disqualification match, and I'm gonna use a gun." Um, and uh, <laughs> and so I was immediately when they announced that Dean wanted a um, a no DQ match. I'm thinking he gonna shoot him. <laughs> like I think <laughs> they, I think him. they've really dropped the ball with Brock Lesnar because no big guy like there's no big big. Not even Ryback. I mean, Ryback can't even. You know what? Get him with Ryback. Maybe he can get him with that missile drop. No, they they had a real fight. Uh, You remember when Ryback? I was red. (laughs) Yeah. Brock and Ryback got into it, and they said Brock just destroyed him because Ryback was apparently going off at the mouth, and you know Brock really does not like people. Yeah. So he ground and pounded Ryback, but they said Ryback knew they were about to fight, so it was no sucker punch. 
See, that's the thing. Like, I can believe if it was Brock against, like, Mark Henry or Big Show, I can believe that because they're big dudes, too. Well, not Big Show, but Mark Henry. Wait, wait. Speaking of Big Show, did anyone else notice during the Royal Rumble that Big Show passed out in five seconds and Chris Jericho lasted for a good two minutes with a bronze submission hold? Yeah. What was up with that, Chris? What is your... Chris Jericho has superpowers. Either way... (laughs) Um, guys, we're, we're going to take one more break for some identification from Pod Nation, but we're going to be back with predictions and everything for the upcoming time or the upcoming big pay-per-view right here on the Road Wrestling Talk podcast brought to you as a part of Pod Nation. What up, everyone? This is Andy from Game Grok. If you guys are into comics, movies, and other nerdy pursuits, at the Pod Nation label, we have a show called Comic Cave with my good friends Chris and Russ. Check it out for your fill of comics and comic-related news. Links can be found down below. What's up, guys? It's Cody from Missions with Quentin here to tell you about a new show from Pod Nation called Game Grok, where they talk about games, game strategies, and industry gossip. Go check them out at Pod Nation now. What's up and welcome back to the number one podcast in the entire universe. All you guys are hypocrites. It's the best podcast in the world. The World Wrestling Talk podcast brought to you by Pod Nation. I'm here with the leader of Pod Nation and the host of Comic Cave, Chris Tamez. Easy as Rike from, oh, not from World Wrestling Talk, although you got your start here. But from the fourth quarter and my co-host, co-host? Yeah, co-host. My co-host, Torin Moriarty, but I'm like the head co-host. Uh, you're like the the you're like the head secretary. You know, you have some pull Damn. in the back office. But hit him with a chair. Hit him with a chair. I think you're like Belichick, and I'm like Tom Brady. Think about it. That's fourth quarter talk. We know, we know, we know who's who's the real. Okay, who's the, the Jim friend. Ross and who's the Jerry Lawler? I think I think I'd be the. That's a good question. That is an excellent quote. I, I feel like we're more Michael Cole and Taz. You know, we're not uh, quite at the. Uh, we're not. No, whoa, come on. We're not whoa, at that great yet. Whoa, whoa. Well, no, what's that WCW? Uh, those WCW guys are always a uh, Mike Schiavone and the other guy. Hey, we don't talk yeah. about that. Either way, let's talk about it's some. Better, predi- it's better than Mitchell Cole and, and Taz. <laughs> hey, I lo- you know I love Michael Cole. I I feel like his con- he is the voice of WWE oh, wait, right now. I'm glad you brought up Michael Cole. Who the hell is that new guy from SmackDown? You He's know, a- people are petitioning to get Michael. Yeah. that is really that going on. That dude is awesome. Wasn't he a, an, an, like a sports, a real sports journalist? I don't know. He, I, that, I never watched SmackDown. I sometimes watch SmackDown, but never do. But when I heard him on the kickoff show, uh, yeah. uh, Fastlane, I was like, damn, this guy knows his stuff. Well, I mean, Michael Cole uh, coming in was a, a journalist. He was a, a news reporter. Um, and this Wasn't new guy, everybody, so was Jr. Well, but this new guy's a sports commentator. He's oh, a okay. sports guy, so you know, you know, easy. You can talk about this because you're you're a sports. Uh, your whole thing is sports journalism and sports broadcasting. Uh, the goal is to you got to entertain the people, right, yeah. while informing them. Yeah, basically, just you want to kind of just it's so give funny the people what they want to hear in a entertaining yeah, he, he in, a, stuff. in an entertaining way. So that's it. And Michael Cole, Michael Cole's more informative, more. Um, no, but see, that's the thing because even this new guy, he calls more moves and more throws than Michael Cole does. Is right. He, so, so he's not a color. He's just like a regular kind of. Like who is his color though? JBL and uh, Brian. Oh, they just um, no. I thought it was Lawler. Mm-mm, Lawler was uh on uh what what is it? Where they talk on stage with Booker T and them. Oh, pre-show. Yeah, yeah, he was panel. The, the panel. panel. Okay. We should do our but own. That panel. new that new guy is like really awesome. That was Matt Matt uh, Stryker. 
Oh my gosh, where He's a you have not watched SmackDown in No, so no, long. I'm saying that Mike, Matt Stryker, you know, he was a fan. You can tell when he commentates matches that he's really into it. Also, from 2010 to 2011, CM Punk commentary. You should totally go check that out. CM Punk's commentary was excellent. Yeah, I like my boy on Joey Styles. I like his commentary. Oh my, oh my God. God! No, CM Punk. Uh, the funniest CM Punk commentary moment was uh, it was a Divas match, and there was a Diva at ringside with him. <laughs> and the match is over, and he's like, "You gonna go fight her now?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the, the, the funniest one is when um when they all the wrestlers went on strike. Oh, and, was, and he had to commentate by himself <laughs> when Triple H was the ref. Can and, I wear your jacket? You can wear my blazer. Can I wear a jacket like that? Either way, let's talk, guys, really quick because we got about a couple minutes left. Let's talk about some predictions. We've got three matches for WrestleMania so far. Uh, the first of which, let's start with the one that'll probably be a little lower on the card: Dean versus Brock. Um, I think Brock's going to beat the shit out of Dean I don't know. Like I said before the break, I think Dean's going to bring a gun. No. <laughs> I mean, I see Brian Pillman. No, who remembers when Kevin Nash actually in the Goldberg streak? With a taser? Well, yeah. I think he's going to do that to Brock Lesnar. No, that was uh, Scott Hall hit him with a taser. Yeah. Oh, Dean is was... just going to... Be... Brock can't get up from that. that would be I don't know. Dean's... Anytime Dean does something like that, it backfires. Remember in that Bray Wyatt match oh, when yeah. the TV blew up in his face? Damn. Uh, what's up? I think he's going to put on a show because it's WrestleMania. So I think Dean is going to do something crazy, but Brock Lesnar is going to prevail. So. Or maybe since in honor of Shane O'Max and Shane O'Max there, Dean's going to climb up top that big-ass Titantron oh in the God. Dallas Arena, just fall on Dean. Nobody's on Brock jumping Lesnar. off of the screen. You don't know that. Since if, if, if Shane O'Mac is coming back, Attitude Era is coming back. Shane O'Mac is back. Especially Hell in the Cell. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, yeah, let's talk about that. First of all, these off. are two old men. In a Hell in a Cell match, like I don't, neither one of them. The only way I can see this happen is if Shane dives off the top of the cell and Undertaker moves. I hope Shane doesn't. You know, Shane has a record of doing that though. Yeah, he. I mean, I was watching a video somebody posted in the group about Shane O'Mac, and he really just hurts himself. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So that that one would definitely that Kurt Angle versus. Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac. I mean, who was that? He who was that? He took that giant bump for. Off the uh, off the top of the thing, the highest one he did. Big Show. Big yeah, I know Steve Blackman. Blackman. Steve. Steve. Was yeah. Steve Blackman like was hitting him with the kendo stick, and he just fell down. He took that much of a bump for Steve Blackman. He, he, did, he put for, that dude over for everyone. Think about it. Big Show. He did it for Big Show. Move. Kane. Move. Steve Blackman. The only person he hit, I think, was Tat Test. I just want to see somebody. Was his uh, partner. I just want to see somebody get hit with coast to coast. That's what I want. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. All right. So, and then finally, we have the main event, Roman versus Triple H. Guys, I see Triple H going over. Seth Rollins is going to come back and, like, screw Triple H over. And he's going to be like, Seth Rollins versus the authority. And they're going to triple power. Dean's going to drive another ambulance out to the arena <laughs> after his Brock Lesnar match. And they're going to triple power bomb the game. You know, I don't like that match too much because it's just so... Unless The Rock comes out and interferes with the match and lets Roman Reigns win... But do we really want Roman's Wayne to win? They've, they've got to do something big. I think if The Rock does it, then the p- people will accept it. What do you think, Easy? And I got um, I got Roman Reigns winning because it's WrestleMania. Like I said, like they're gonna find a way for the confetti to rain down on Roman Reigns. They're gonna <laughs> the confetti rains. They're gonna make they're gonna make Roman a three-time champion. Then that's so stupid. 
I mean, I like it. I mean, you know, he's but he's going to be like Flair. You, you lose the title 16 times, 17 times. Yeah, but at least Flair had like long-ass runs. Exactly. And I, and I guarantee you, though, I, I think the first sight that Seth Rollins comes back, he gets the title the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. Me and Easy are about to go over to the fourth quarter, guys. We're about to we're about to check out the fourth quarter, and this episode is our first episode on SoundCloud. But guys, check this out. Me and Chris Tamez have some awesome, awesome info for you. You guys can go to the newly published PodNation.com. And you can check that out. You can find things on other podcasts and other things that we're doing. You got Game Grok, Comic Cave, uh, our new entertainment playback. Entertainment playback, uh, emissions. I mean, we're all there. The Comic Cave family, I mean, the Pod Nation family is all there. We're there and we are happy. We're here. We're awesome. Get used to it. Awesome. All right, guys, sign off. What you got, Chris? All right, I'll see you guys there until the bell rings again. That, that is my thing. That is my <laughs> thing. All right, Torin, thank you for being here, buddy. No problem. All right, easy. I'll see you on the fourth quarter. I got you, man. All right, man, for the rest of the crew at Pod Nation and World Wrestling Talk, I am Chris Walker, and I will see you when the bell rings again. That's how you do it, son.